Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. Was not expecting to make a Nets video today, but of course we got some news that the head coach of the Nets is no longer there, and that's Jock Vaughn getting relieved of his duties, and that came out this morning. And it was pretty surprising. Um, wasn't the most shocking thing in the world. I figured that um, after that 50-point loss the other day, that uh, the leash was getting shorter, but I still figured he'd close out the season and they would do this in the summer, but they do it today. And when I made that reaction to the Celtics game and talked about ways that the Nets can potentially save their season, one of the only few ways they could have done that was to try and make a, a change at head coach and to promote Kevin Ollie. And that's exactly what they did. They promote Kevin Ollie, they um, get rid of Jock Vaughn, and Kevin Ollie now has the final, I think it's 28 games to uh, be the head man. And it is as an interim head coach. And hopefully the Nets don't make another mistake and give out a premature extension like they did to Jacques Vaughn last year, which was uh, not even a year ago, I think, when Jacques Vaughn got extended. So, But yeah, I mean, look, I feel bad for Jacques Vaughn, the person. He seems like a good guy. And... You know, he's been a net for, well, he was a net as a player, and then he was a net coach since, like, 2016. So he's been here for a very long time. We forget, like, he was the coach for the Nets right before COVID and in the bubble. So not only was it just this head coaching tenure, he was the head coach post-Atkinson and pre-Steve Nash. And, of course, he was a player. I remember watching him at Continental Airlines backing up Jason Kidd at, back in the day. So, um, Jock Vaughn, definitely a good net. And it's just, like, it sucks. It is what it is. But, you know, as Sean Marks and the Nets said in, the, said in their statement, this kind of was just something that had to happen. It was best for the organization. And you can tell a lot of the players stopped kind of buying into what Jock Vaughn was doing. And a 50-point loss last Wednesday will pretty much tell you that. I mean, I know Boston's a very good team and they're the championship favorites right now, but there's no world where you should be losing by 50 points. I mean, that's insane. So based on some reports, Ian Begley came out with some of them today, um, mentioned that some players were frustrated with Jacques Vaughn and um, the offense mentioned that it was clear Mikel Bridges was frustrated with Brooklyn's offense. He also said, worth noting that Spencer Dinwiddie also advocated in a non-confrontational, in non-confrontational talks with Vaughn at the start of the year for a clearer definition of roles and hierarchy. So I guess the communication there was not good with Dinwiddie as well. We know that whether it was with Jacques Vaughn or with Sean Marks about a potential extension. Um, obviously, Spencer Dinwiddie a long time ago was promised to be traded, and, and it took a very long time. It took until the very last day of the trade deadline to do that. You know, this is something that, you know, I think the Nets had to do it, of course. I figured it would come in the summer once again. I was a bit surprised it was today. I thought at first it was a fake account, and I was like, ah, here we go with these freaking fake accounts, because I, I think I had my phone open, and I do have the Shams and Woj um, alerts on Twitter on my phone, so usually it would pop up on my homepage, but this time I had Twitter open already, so I was scrolling, and I saw, like, the, you know, Nets have, uh, you know, Nets and Jock Vaughn have gone separate ways or whatever, and I thought it was fake. And then I had to click on the account and saw that he had like 4 million followers. I'm like, oh, wait, that's a real Woj. This is like real shit. So um, definitely was not expected today. But I guess just based on it's kind of like an unwritten rule, I guess, with the NBA 
and teams that you don't announce stuff like this during the All-Star break, and I guess that makes sense. So um, this was something that I'm sure the Nets had pretty much came to conclusion a couple days ago at least, probably like Thursday, Friday, that Jacques Vaughn was not going to be their coach anymore, and they had to wait till to, till this morning to announce it, which is fair. I get it. One of the Ian Begley tweets also said that um, Nets say they have fired head coach Jacques Vaughn. Several players had lost confidence in Vaughn amid Nets struggles per SNY sources. Some within Nets had concerns that Vaughn could hinder their chances at landing a top star. That's interesting. It's that last part right there that some people had concerns that Vaughn could hinder their chances at landing a top player. That's very interesting. So I don't know. I don't know like what their plan is. And, you know, maybe in the summer they just hire a coach that Donovan Mitchell wants or some other star player. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why they would throw that quote out there. I feel like it means something, but I don't know what. So would Jock Vaughn have really drove away a potential star coming to Brooklyn. I mean, I don't know. When Kevin Durant came back to Brooklyn two weeks ago, he had some good things to say about Jock Vaughn. So I don't know. That's a weird quote to put in there, but we'll see. Like there's a lot of still there's a lot of unknown about this still. Like yes, it is a sigh of relief to know that like yes, the Nets made the right decision here and the coach that should have been fired by now is fired. But I don't leave this situation feeling much, much better about the Nets and what their direction is. I mean, right now, Sean Marks is still employed, and he might be able to hire his fourth head coach in a span of, like, what, five years? I mean, Atkinson was hired back in, like, 2016, so, I mean, yeah. But still, it's, like, his fourth coach since being here in eight years. I mean, that's a lot. So, not many GMs get that luxury of hiring four different head coaches. Um Maybe Joe Sy is giving Sean Marks some more leeway because he likes what he's done with the roster and maybe he looks at the whole big three as like a lot of that was out of um, Sean Marks' control. Like he may look at it like that. So I don't know. Maybe they do give Sean Marks another chance. I don't think that it's 100% that Marks is the GM next year. I could see this Nets team you know, having a disappointing end to the year and they miss the play-in and they go into the summer and they let go of Sean Marks. Like, that would not shock me either. But at this point, it seems like Sean Marks is made of Teflon. Like, he's just a guy you cannot fire. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what else this guy has to do to get fired. Maybe it is miss the playoffs entirely this year. Maybe if they get swept in the first round again, maybe that's enough. But I don't know. Maybe Joe Sy just loves the vision that... Sean Marks has for this team and is really buying into it. I don't know what it's going to be. So we have to wait until the summer probably to find out what happens with Sean Marks. But I feel pretty good about it. if this team really sucks down the stretch and they're still playing like ass, I, I would think Sean Marks is gone. But if they show life with Kevin Ollie and they make a run to the play-in tournament and they get the um, 9 or 10 seed and they and maybe – win both games and make the actual playoffs, I would think that Sean Marks is maybe safe for another year. I don't know. Or at least another half a year, and they'll probably reevaluate things by um, by next year's trade deadline or all-star break. So that's all I'll wait and see. Once again, I don't – it is a nice relief, but I, I feel like this is only the beginning. Like this is the first step in what has to happen. I don't think 
anyone really thought Jacques Vaughn was meant to be the coach of the future here. Like when the Nets extended him last year through 2026-2027, it was a bad idea. It was premature and it just should not have happened. Like you, They had him under contract for this year. And for some reason, they jumped the gun and gave them, gave out a contract that they should not have given out. But I do I do give credit to Joe Sy, who I like I, I love to criticize um, for obvious reasons. I do give him credit for at least admitting that he made a mistake and he was able to move off another head coach. And now he has to pay. He's still paying Steve Nash this year, and he's going to be paying Jacques Vaughn until 2027. So. I do like the fact that Joe Sy can at least admit, like, hey, I messed up, or, you know, Sean Marks messed up, whoever's call it was to make Jacques Vaughn the head man. So at least they do that. I appreciate that. But as I said, this is just the first step of what could be many steps of trying to rebuild this Nets team. And we'll learn a lot this summer. I do think they'll be star hunting, and we'll see who they get. That really comes down to, uh, you know, who's available and which players the Nets could possibly land. So today's news, though, it was good. And I'm excited to see how they look on Thursday and see how they look for the rest of the year. Um, I saw that graphic that the Nets have the second easiest schedule remaining of any NBA team. So um, it's all out there for them. They can, it's, the, the stage is set. It's all out there to uh, make a potential run at the 9 or 10 seed and you know, I want to see how far they are back of like the seven or eight seed. I, I think they're pretty far out. Like, I don't think I'm going to realistically sit here and expect that from this team. So as I look at the standings, they are two and a half back of the Hawks, who hold the 10 seed. They are four and a half back of the um, of the Bulls, who are the nine seed. And then they're like seven and a half back of the Magic, who are the eight seed. So they're not getting that probably. But if they get the nine seed, I think they would host a playing game. So at least they would have that. But they would have to win two playing games to make the playoffs, which is tough to do. So if the Nets, like let's say the Nets get the 10 seed, which is more realistic, they would have to beat the nine seed on the road and then go on the road again and beat either the, um, and then beat, I think, whoever is remaining, whether it's the seven or eight seed. They would have to beat two teams to make the playoffs. It'd be tough. So I'm not expecting the Nets to make the playoffs. I think right now they have like one of the longer streaks of you know teams making the playoffs. I think the Nets have made the playoffs five straight years. So that could be in jeopardy this year. But as I said, there's like 28 games left, and maybe they find a way to um, have a great run down the stretch here and can possibly get back to somewhere near 500 and maybe make the playoffs. So... Hopefully that happens, and you know we'll see about Kevin Ollie and how good he is. A lot of players have spoken highly about him. Of course, he won the national championship with UConn back in 2014. So hopefully, um, you know it all works out. I did see that Vaughn's final record as Nets head coach was 71 and 68. So technically, he does. I guess I don't want to say retire, but he leaves the Nets as a uh, above 500 head coach. But I don't think that includes the playoff losses. So. If you include the bubble sweep and last year's sweep, he's below 500. But we'll be positive and say, hey, Jock Vaughn was an above 500 coach. So, you know, I thank Jock Vaughn for what he did here. It's unfortunate it didn't work out. But um, hopefully Kevin Ali is a step in the right direction. And if Ali 
comes up short and is not the man for the job, the Nets better get it right in the summer because um, it's getting ridiculous. I mean, you think about the amount of coaches they've had since moving to Brooklyn, which was a little over 10 years ago now. Avery Johnson, he barely lasted in Brooklyn. P.J. Carlosimo, Jason Kidd for a year. Lionel Hollins. I think the interim guy was Tony Brown, I think his name was. Then I think it was Kenny. And then it was on to Nash. And then like on to Jock Vaughn. Like, I feel like I'm missing somebody. But that's like eight coaches right there. That's eight coaches. And they moved to Brooklyn in 2012. I mean, it's freaking insane. I know some of those guys are in some interim guys. But still, too many. You know, it's crazy. So um, I hope they just finally get this head coaching spot right. We may have to wait until the summer for that to happen. But as I said in that reaction to the Boston game, one of the few ways and really the only way you could have sparked this team was to move on from Jock Vaughn. They did it, and we'll see if it's enough to make a run in the second half. And hopefully they do. So we'll see what happens. Um, by the way, I should be on the uh, Nets Fans You Know podcast tomorrow. So look for uh, their channel with Pete. He has a YouTube channel. I'm sure you can find him on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. So I'm going to be on there tomorrow. Not sure when that will be uploaded. That's up to up to him probably, but probably it will be out tomorrow night or probably Wednesday morning, one or the other. So catch me on there. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. It was a good day to be a Nets fan, and I just hope this is a step in the right direction. We'll see what happens, and I'll talk to you guys next time.